Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, it wasn't an entirely miserable week for Illinois last week. I know Iowa got hurt, right? He has to sit out a few games. But Illinois went 2-1, and one, up to number 4 in the AP Top 25. Still have a chance to win the Big Ten regular season title. Plus... Andre Curbelo, Adam Miller, they've sort of stepped up into this new, bigger role with I.O. out. All right, that's Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer here at the News Gazette. This week's podcast, Inside Illinois Basketball, he'll break down the benefits, if you will, of I.O. missing a few games. Come back after these messages. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Good Monday morning, everyone. And it's a really good Monday morning because you know why? Scott Ritchie, world traveler, is back in the podcast booth. We've timed these Big Ten road trips perfectly where Mr. Ritchie, who's been driving to Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan, is in Champaign every Monday. It's great to see you, Scotty. Yeah, not so much world traveler as Midwest traveler. Right. Um but, you know, that's just life in the Big Ten. Hey, you're not driving to Rutgers, right? Done it. <laughs> I like that drive, actually, Scotty. See, we have a differing view of traveling. I soak in the country. I would prefer to see the country from 30,000 feet, uh, especially if <laughs> yeah, it's young, young people driving to New Jersey. I mean, it was a scenic drive, I suppose, you know, through... Mostly Pennsylvania was the scenic part. Again, get yourself a Ram McNally. It, All right. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I've told you this, or maybe your kids have told you this before, but there's like maps on your phone now, and it's ah, it's not the same. Efficient. Holding the steering wheel with your left knee while flipping <laughs> through the Ram McNally at 75 miles per hour. Realizing you have the map upside down. Nothing beats that. Swerving into the other lane. All right, Richie is bound for Ann Arbor on Tuesday uh, for now what is an epic showdown between number two and number, did I, number four? 
That's Illinois in today's AP Top 25, their highest ranking since you know when. Yes, and since 16 years, since the team made it to the national championship game. And that was, they were number one in that, in that one, but, uh, yeah, number four. And, it, you know, because they got a little help, there were nine total losses out of the top 10 teams, uh, last week. Uh, Ohio State losing twice. You know, saw the Buckeyes drop from number four. And Illinois, despite losing at Michigan State, then won two games without Iodasumu, including a game against a ranked Wisconsin team, who I would have argued at the time wasn't really a top 25 team. And I'd argue now that they still aren't, but they, they are technically because they're number 25 in the country. But it was enough of that combination where Illinois moves up. All right, I just got a text from Bo Ryan. And he agrees with me. Wondering what the heck is up with your AP voter. Not putting the Badgers in his top 25. They haven't beaten a team in the top half of the Big Ten I'm in just, like a month and a half. Don't get snooty with me. I'm just relaying the text. Yeah, well, Bo, what's your boy Greg Gard doing? And really, I mean, Saturday's game against Illinois would, I mean, it was obviously ended up close at the end, but that's only because Demetric Trice tapped into his inner, I can't name a really, uh, Michael Finley. He went to Wisconsin. Okay. I guess that's. Tracy Webster. I suppose, but okay. I mean, if not for Demetrius Christ scoring, well, sure, I guess Devin Harris. I like Michael Finley. That was okay. I'll stick with that. I like that one. Um, he scored this team's last nineteen points and just was on an unbelievable heater, but it wasn't maybe that close of a game. Otherwise, despite the fact that Illinois turned it over twenty times and Wisconsin's like, no thanks, we're just going to shoot seven percent from the field through most of the first half. All right, the uh, Big Ten is weeding itself out, I would argue. Some teams that, uh, including several teams that Richie liked early in the season, kind of showing their true colors. Minnesota, for example, uh, struggling. Yeah. Really. Um, and apparently Illinois broke whatever hold Minnesota had on okay. its home court advantage because Northwestern won at Williams Arena last week. The same Northwestern team that had lost, what, like, 13 mm-hmm. big 10 games in a row. Who's Minnesota's point. next coach? Do we know? Well, I find it hard to believe it's going to be Richard Pitino next year. I mean, although I mean it might be, like I think the the narrative can be crafted. It was like, "Oh, they lost Gabe Kalsher and Liam Robbins has been hurt and but it's been a real up and down tenure for the the younger Pitino in Minneapolis. He might get another year but uh, his seat will be among the hottest in the Big Ten. Hottest seat in the Big Ten right now is Archie Miller. Mm-hmm. Like, now there's even there's some national writers pondering if he's, in fact, done at Indiana. Boy, what did I see? I saw Scott Drew, Brad Stevens. <laughs> I mean, Brad uh, Stevens is the ongoing pipe dream okay. of the Hoosiers faithful. Like, if, I mean... If he leaves the Celtics, he's going to take another NBA job. Like, I don't think he's going to go back to college basketball. All right. Scott Drew, I mean. Hmm. I don't picture Baylor as, you know, I know they're ranked, what, third. They're a national power, I guess, but it's Baylor. I've been to Waco. There are better places to coach. And, I mean, it was Pat Forty that wrote mostly about Scott Drew. I mean, he's an Indiana guy. What What school does his family Aligned to, uh, I believe that's oh, Val- Valparaiso. Valparaiso. 
Oh, hmm. okay. Just checking. You only have a moderate interest in. Um, <laughs> but like, he's got a good thing going at Baylor. At where? I mean, I, again, at Baylor, like he's recruiting. Mm-hmm. He's recruiting better at Baylor no, no, than just stop Archie right Miller there. is. Just stop right there. Archie right. Miller is at Indiana. Just before Ed Bond kicks you, uh, it, he'll escort you from the podcast booth if you, <laughs> if you so, continue. I mean, it's not an outlandish thought. And maybe he wants to get away from Bill Self because it might have balanced back out to maybe they both have the same number of losses again at Allen Fieldhouse. But for the, there was a time where Scott Drew had lost more frequently at Allen Fieldhouse than Bill Self, who had coached like 300-some games there. All right, this is inside Illini basketball. All right, you, not inside Bear basketball. You really did bring up all, all right. of that. But. It's not inside Hoosier basketball. It's not inside Gopher basketball, is it, Scott Ritchie? You got off the phone with Brad Underwood here minutes ago before you came huffing into the booth. Anything new? Is he still mad that he's had to play all these road games? Uh, not mad so much as resigned. Um, it's just, I mean, I think that's probably what it is because he even used the "it is what it is" line, you know, himself. Which, he, that was the the last Zoom, but uh, he's not wrong. Like the Big Ten <laughs> rescheduled all of. Illinois. I mean, it was just the circumstances where every game Illinois had postponed was a road game, and. They got made up in the last two weeks of the the regular season, and it just uh, was not an ideal situation. But Illinois' number four team in the country has a shot at a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, uh, which would be aided by beating I mean Michigan for sure or Ohio State later this week. I think even if they go one and one, I mean I think a one seed is a legitimate thing. Um, so it might not be great, but I think you know Brad Underwood is. In fact, he resigned to just kind of how it is, and you know he'll. He said that that Illinois will play the games in front of them, and whether they'll do so Tuesday with Io Desumu in Ann Arbor, uh, TBD. He's still day to day, which is the. Uh, I'm not going to answer your question. Answer to that question All about right. his status. So, uh, Illinois would be better with him against the Wolverines, but uh, they've played. Pretty good basketball without. All right, you buy the the uh, popular theory now that this is actually helping Illinois play a couple games without their super superstar. I mean, I think if they would have lost to Nebraska and Wisconsin, nobody would be saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. But they didn't. So you can you, you can kind of craft this new tale. Um, I mean, sure, I guess like it's given Adam Miller and Andre Carbello a chance to kind of be. You know, what Brad Arnold would call the alpha that's inside them. They can okay. be the guy. And, you know, Adam Miller played well against Nebraska. Andre Cabello has played well these past two games, really. Had the near triple-double against Nebraska and then 17 points on Saturday against Wisconsin. Uh, but, no, I mean, I'm always better off with Io DeSumo. Sure, well, yeah. I mean, if anything, it's just giving everyone sort of a sneak peek into what life's going to okay. be like next year when he's not around. You were at the Cole Center on Saturday. Uh, tell me what happened with those technical fouls at the end. You heard what they said, right? No, because Wisconsin had its fake crowd noise cranked up uh, a little higher than, than most. Gone it. Um, I mean, what do you think they said? No one. 
no one really wanted to talk about it from on from the Illinois standpoint. Um, you know, Micah Potter in the Wisconsin's post game Zoom said that this, there was an Illinois player, which he didn't name, but it was Andre Carbello. I'm fairly certain from watching that was sort of infringing on their huddle, which they really shouldn't have been doing on the court because that wasn't a dead ball. So he was just kind of you know, hanging out with the Badgers and like Alando Tucker. It was assistant coach. Was not pleased with that. Might have said something to Corbell. I don't know for sure, but that's where Demonte Williams enters the picture. Who will, in those situations, one hundred percent go after the other team to protect his teammates? And um, yeah, then you get your double technical with less than two seconds to play. Not something you see you know, very frequently. And Demonte lucked out that it was a double technical because if he gets just one all by himself, that gives Wisconsin two free throws on top of the two that they were already going to take plus the ball, and maybe Illinois doesn't win that game. But they did. But they did. And that moved them up in Richie's poll uh, uh, over the weekend. Uh, your thoughts of uh, Iowa, which really which looked bad against Michigan, somehow bounced back and beat Ohio State and have passed the Buckeyes again in the national rankings. Yeah, I mean, it was really, I think you saw both versions of Iowa last week. I mean, Luka Garza was not good against the Wolverines. And a lot of that was Hunter Dickinson made life tough on him. Um, and then he was playing a National Player of the Year caliber, caliber level again against Ohio State. So, I mean, that's... Uh, a lot rides on him, a lot rides on their defense, which, you know, is actually a little better down the stretch, which is, you know, kind of hard to believe, but, but is true. They're no longer ranked outside the top 100. So, I mean, they're a legit, a legit team okay. when everything's kind of going right. Tell me this. Uh, we said Illinois might be it might benefit from Iowa's absence just to get other players involved in more important roles. Did his departure eliminate any chance for Player of the Year awards, either Big Ten or national? Well, it's not going to help him, and just because out of sight, out of mind, really. And you know, he did get a little help from Luka Garza in that Michigan game where Garza just was mediocre, but. Uh, that shifted on Sunday. Garza had 24 points, was very efficient, you know, double-double with 11 rebounds. So uh, if Garza keeps playing like that, I think the needle shifts back more his direction. Where are we at right now with that needle? Uh, where is the Richie needle pointing? Right, right down the middle. Right down the middle. No, actually, I'd go. still lean a little bit towards Io. I okay. Think. Just kind of his overall game. I mean, you know, he's talked about being the most complete player in college basketball. Argument could be made that he's not far off on that. And he's a better defender than Luka Garza. Illinois, I mean, Illinois won the head-to-head matchup. There's a lot going for Io, um, but in the long run, I could see Luka still winning both Big 10 player of the year, national player of the year, but I mean, at this point I think I vote for Io still. All right. Uh, maybe a masked performance here Tuesday or or Saturday could push him over the top with some other voters. Never know. 
Can't yeah, be fun I mean, to play in that stuff. No, you just throw on the mask and you know, drop 30 on somebody. Yeah. and That's about the last thing he hasn't done, right? Yeah, he's never worn the mask before, <laughs> to, to my knowledge. That's nice that you brought your own mask for this podcast and you're thinking about wearing it later on, and I appreciate the effort and just to kind of yeah, I mean, feel what it's like. Hashtag wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Mine is maybe the less. more comfortable yeah. than that plastic thing. Yeah, mine's not to protect a broken nose. Because, I mean, Illinois is not you know, detailed what the injury is, but I'm hard-pressed not to believe, like, I just assume his nose is now broken because, like, Tuesday it looked sort of misshapen and it's just lots of swelling. It's got a black eye, like, kind of key broken nose features right there. All right, he uh, did uh, kiss center court in a well-documented uh, display at the last home game. It was neat. Any word on those other seniors coming back? No. All right. Um, All right. That's like Trent you might Fra- have a scoop for me. No. Well, Trent Frazier, we talked with both the seniors before the senior night game against Nebraska. And, like, Trent Frazier said he hasn't, at least to us, said he hasn't really considered mm-hmm. it. You know what his options are, and Demonte Williams just didn't just didn't answer. All right. Well, the Jake Hansen return is is made me not believe anybody. Yeah, because no he was matter gone, what they tell me, right? But now he's back. <laughs> yeah, for Illinois football. So I mean, the door is open for those guys. Mm-hmm. There's also another door, um, for both of them, really, like to go get paid to play basketball. All right, Big Ten tournament pairings will come out on Sunday night. Illinois likely uh, well, a two-seed. Yeah, I think that's locked in. Yeah, so they're going to be playing uh, maybe 5.30 our time on uh, a Friday in Indy. Very cool. Yeah, that's it's great. It's a good time. It's a perfect time. Get a rest the whole week while the others, but the game start on Wednesday already. Yeah, and I mean, Illinois, <laughs> the more recent history of Illinois basketball was playing in that Wednesday mm-hmm. game. Um, I mean, last year they had the double bye that, didn't materialize because the tournament was canceled before they got to Friday, and they'll have it again this year. And technically, Big Ten title is not mathematically mm-hmm. impossible. It's going to require an Illinois win tomorrow in Ann Arbor, and then Michigan State to sweep their end of the year back-to-back series against the Wolverines. So, uh, you know, improbable, yes, impossible, no. Could be number one. That's great to hear. Um, I'm going to take you to a time when you were in diapers, young Scott Ritchie, when Illinois dominated the Big Ten tournament. All right? Okay. Its first maybe 10 years, Illinois was the dominant team in the Big Ten tournament. Do you believe me? Ed Bond shaking his head. Yes, he believes me. Well, I mean, I take everything you say with a grain of salt, but in this case, I, I do believe you because I've I've seen the tournament like records and results. Okay, good. From, from Refresh yourself. What's it going to take for Illinois to kind of return to glory? Not just this year, but maybe get into that where they made the semifinals every year for so many years in a row and were a constant threat. Are we there yet? Well, maybe. I mean, in terms of being a constant threat. That's, you know, very much based on kind of how Illinois builds off of this season, which is its best in 16 years. Um, and a lot of that will maybe kind of come down to how the 2021 recruiting class uh, 
and sort of just the, the roster heading into next year fills out and you know whether the seniors come back and if they don't you know if, with io gone with kofi maybe going how does illinois replace those guys and have two good commits and luke goody and rj melendez um namari burnett could be the linchpin of that quote-unquote 2021 class he'd come in as a freshman again because this year didn't count for anybody's eligibility and would slot right into well maybe the adam miller role because adam miller might slide into the iota sumer role but in that case you have two guys that could be you know in the position to lead the team like that um a lot of it's going to be like if kofi coburn does decide to move on that changes the entire dynamic of what illinois does offensively and defensively so let's either find a, somebody on the transfer market in the offseason because there are no more freshman bigs to be had at, at that level or you know do what they did last year when they got Kofi and it's completely changed everything but I think the growth process of this program kind of points to maybe getting to that point but it's still kind of a the future's a little hazy just in terms of what that next step is without Iota Sumu and maybe without Kofi Coburn. If Kofi comes back, like, I don't have any problem saying oh, he could win the Big Ten next year. Why would he come back, do you think? Why would he? Yeah. There's no Real question. I mean, I mean, there's no guarantee he gets drafted. I think he's looking at second round, maybe. And just because... He's unique in terms of the the bigs in the NBA and not in the way that they're looking for so much. But if he, I don't know, comes back and then gets better defensively, you know, shows that he can get out and guard the perimeter, which he did some and did pretty well against Wisconsin again. It was like more of that, that kind of film, more of him shooting from mid-range. And being consistent there, in addition to just tearing the rim off, that helps him. It's like, call it the you know Adoko Azubuke path, who played four years at Kansas, still was only a you know, second round pick, but I think Kofi's ceiling could be higher than Azubuke's. Give me some odds on that. Scotty, that he comes back. What? I mean, the other side of that coin is like you strike while the iron is hot, and it's not. It could, it might not get hotter for Kofi. Um, so I would say it's. Sixty forty against. Okay. And that might be being generous to Illinois. All right, let's go to uh, your weekly power rankings. I don't know if Io still won, as he has been for a number of weeks in a row, but I'll most of the weeks. I'll leave that up to you. Well, he didn't play in two of the three games last week, so by virtue of that, not by virtue of him not being good at basketball anymore. He's not number one. Slides all the way out. I think Andre Curbelo jumps into that number one spot with the caveat of, hey, maybe don't turn it over so much. But almost had a triple-double against Nebraska. Had a good game against Wisconsin. Uh, two, Kofi Coburn. Let's keep him in his normal normal spot. He, could, I mean, it's sort of a 1A, 1B type situation. And then Adam Miller. Was better against Nebraska than Wisconsin, but is showing off more of his game than just being a three-point shooter, and that that's a good thing for Illinois. 
complete shakeup of the rankings. When Io comes back, odds are he just jumps the line again and is back to number one. All right, uh, that's Scott Ritchie, uh, who's uh, busy kind of putting his all-American teams together. I know he's got a couple weeks before he has to submit them. Uh, it wasn't long ago he had Io and Kofi on his first team, or at least first team contention. That hasn't changed, right? No, I mean, Io's a first team All-American. Okay. Kofi, I mean, he was in contention. I think he'll wind, I mean, I'll probably have him like a second team would be my guess. Um. Because unlike the Big Ten, there are like good guards and wings nationally. Where in his Big Ten, like you could put Iowa in four centers and call it good, which I might do in my All Big Ten voting. But you know, Kofi's still to me one of the top fifteen players. Okay. Anything else uh, you want to add this week, uh, Scotty? Before you get back in the uh, Chevette uh, <laughs> for the trip to. <laughs> now I've told you this before. Do not go the Chicago route. You go to Fort Wayne. It may take just a little longer, but A, the scenery, B, the Applebee's. Oh, okay. A, the scenery is mostly the same regardless. B, Applebee's is a national chain. I bet you there's one on the Chicago route. Stop it. And C, efficiency. It's quicker. 80 to 90, 57 to 80 to 94, and then 94 for a long time to get all the way to. May a semi-jackknife miles ahead of you. On the way there. Why am I wishing you ill will? Would you like me to cover the game in Michigan tomorrow? I'm going to need to get there for that. All right, I understand. Follow Scott Ritchie on Snapchat, by the way. It's uh, brilliant stuff from uh, inside the arena with views and highlights of only only a beat writer can produce who's been to all these places. Yeah, I've been to. Cole Center had people in it. It had it snuck some parents in there, like two, like family members per. All right, per parent. I thought I per, saw that per, per per player. Michigan's got parents. Seems only Illinois is the the yeah. outlier. Well, Northwestern didn't either, so it's the That's, state the, the state of Illinois, maybe. Right. All right. Anything else, Scotty? I know Ed Bond's got a busy Monday. He's got football podcasts. He's got Brad Underwood teleconferences he's got the coaches show tonight yeah i've got there's mondays are busy and then mondays before a tuesday game even busier all right well we'll uh maybe the next time uh this week maybe this time next week is what i was trying to say we'll be talking about a big 10 title or maybe we'll just be previewing the big 10 tournament those awards come out scott ritchie next monday do they do you no They'll come out like Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, before the tournament, though. Yeah, that should prove maybe inspirational for a couple slighted fellas. Well, when Trent Frazier, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe he does win Defensive Player of the Year. Something tells me he won't in the Big Ten. Why do you say that? Because he sort of gets overlooked a lot of the time, and he didn't land on the national defensive player of the year list at any point in time but he takes it personally so like watch out every other guard in the big 10 there you go scott richie with the forecast the fearless forecast all right follow along with richie every morning 6 a.m alanahq.com on twitter where he is a 
underrated superstar. And on Snapchat, where he carries the water for us every week. Uh, Scotty, have fun in Michigan, and then have fun in Columbus over the weekend. Yeah, more time in the car. All right, see you, Scott. See you next Monday.